0: Culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. There is an initiative underway for National Homelessness Week and it's calling on individuals and community groups to take on a personal challenge. There are 122,000 people across Australia without a safe place to call home. And who knows, the numbers might be bigger. So it might be a good time to download a pedometer app to count 122,000 steps. Mission Australia has launched this challenge as a community fundraising campaign called Steps for Safe Homes. And Sharon Callister is Mission Australia's CEO. Back with us. Hey, Sharon, welcome back to 2020. 2020.
1: Thank you so much, Neil. It's wonderful to be here and to uh, give us an opportunity to talk about the latest community fundraising campaign that Mission Australia has, which is, as you said, Steps for Safe Homes. And what we're wanting to do is to raise awareness and funds to support the growing number of people and families facing homelessness in Australia.
0: You know, it caught my attention, and not just because National Homelessness Week is on through until the 13th of August, but Sharon, let's talk, before we talk about taking steps and having fun in some sense to raise some money, let's talk about how serious homelessness is right now, because the numbers have been on a rise for some time, and now they're really hitting highs because of the cost of living crisis.
1: That's correct. Um, It's a very sad state of affairs in Australia, a lucky country like Australia where really nobody should be homeless. But if you look at census figures between 2021 and 2016, it's a 5.2% increase, which, as we spoke about earlier, means that 122,000 people in Australia every night have, do not have a safe place to call home. And we know that those numbers are probably underestimates and that there are probably people not within those numbers. And so, you know, this is, you know, we're calling it an emergency and it is, and the time is right for us to be really addressing this because homelessness actually is solvable. We just have to have the minds and everybody working together to ensure that we can achieve an Australia when nobody is homeless, and if they are homeless, it's a one-off, it's unusual, and they are housed very rapidly to actually ensure that they have a safe place to call home.
0: And Sharon, you and I know that you've got to be able to work with the official figures, and now we'd realise those census figures will certainly be way outdated, because with COVID, With the cost of living rise, uh, with rents Mm. and mortgages, with Mm. the reports we're hearing of people who are now living out of their car or in tents in parks, uh, Mm. how do you reflect on that? Because your people working on the ground, uh, what are they saying about homeless numbers?
1: Well, uh, we released a report at Mission Australia a couple of months ago, and it was a three year study, our first housing and homelessness report. And as part of that, our staff who were interviewed said that the homelessness situation in Australia at the moment is the worst that they have ever seen. There were some real glimmers of hope and light in that report and there were things that were very devastating. And if I could just talk for a moment about the fact that 50% of the people that come to Mission Australia for help in relation to homelessness have already been either evicted or, for other reasons, are homeless. But 50% of them are actually at risk of homelessness. Of that 50% who are at risk of homelessness, almost everybody, 94% of people, we could help to stay in long-term accommodation. That's exciting for us because this new research says that we should be putting a lot more money in prevention rather than the other side of the coin, which is the crisis intervention for the other 50% of people who are already homeless when they come to see us. And when they're already homeless, we have about a one in three chance of getting getting them long-term secure housing. And it's much more likely that they will get emergency housing and transitional housing and have the ongoing concerns and trauma about where am I going to find a permanent place to live.
0: You've got a team, and they're working all over Australia, and they are focused in some areas like this, of finding people a place where they can have a roof over their heads. Uh, The numbers might indicate that there's just such a dramatic low level of available even social housing right now that the governments of Australia... Uh, state and federal, are working on how they can actually alleviate that and, of course, it costs a huge amount of money. What are your thoughts on Mm. the current moves uh, towards getting more social housing?
1: Well, I think you make some really excellent points there. You cannot end homelessness without a reasonable supply of social and affordable housing. And we have seen in Australia... The Labor government come to um, be elected, um, not well, a, a little while ago now, um, coming to, uh, one of their promises was to build more social and affordable housing. And they did that, I believe, on the back of the fact that successive governments over decades completely under-invested in this area. Now, whilst they're still trying to get their national plans through, I can tell you that the estimates are that over the next two decades, we will need approximately nine hundred, nine hundred and fifty thousand 950,000 new social and affordable homes to actually meet the supply, so the demands uh, for homes in Australia. That will require all levels of government working together It will require investment from the private sector. It will uh, require community organisations like ours all working together. And it all really needs to be integrated to a national housing and homelessness plan, which the federal government are currently developing. So it's quite a multi-pronged approach, but it is doable. And if we have the will, we will be able to do it.
0: As you say, the numbers actually are mind-boggling. 900,000 houses Mm -hmm. needed. And Mm -hmm. you've got governments who are scrambling to find a plan that they can release. You've got even trade unions who are suggesting now a super profits tax on big companies and uh, depending on how you look at that politically there may need to be a rising taxation on some sectors of the community because this is not an inexpensive exercise is it
1: uh, it's not an expensive exercise and i guess i'm not a tax expert or consultant so i probably wouldn't go down that path in terms of commenting on that but what i would say is it does require an investment from government and from the private sector But in terms of having a healthy um, community right across Australia, that's not achieved while you've got so many people homeless. And that's the current state of affairs that we are faced with at the moment, which is why it's a great opportunity for me to talk about some of the initiatives that we're doing um, to increase awareness and support for people who are homeless so that we can either provide advice and support, to help people prevent them becoming homeless, or we can actually provide more homelessness uh, services and housing when people find themselves in those situations. And obviously, today, it's about steps for safe homes.
0: Well, Mission Australia, a fabulous Christian heritage that you have, Sharon. Uh, so far as Christian believers uh, supporting Mission Australia, no doubt you could always use a new friend or partner or two. Uh, so mm-hmm. far as the idea of a 122,000-step campaign, this is the fun part, isn't mm-hmm. it, uh, when we're talking about fundraising and how you can support mm-hmm. the good work of Mission Australia. So, so you want people to walk 122,000 steps. Uh, how many, how many kilometres is that?
1: Well, that's a very good question. And I actually haven't calculated how many kilometres it is. But when I did my rough calculations on what the number of steps that would be um, a day, it's just over 17,000 steps a day. For one week, we can ensure that people train um, up until the the start of the National Homelessness Week. Um, I myself happen to be a very energetic person. I love running and walking. And so I would say probably 17,000 steps. It might be 15 kilometres a day. When you think about the fact, though, that that, those steps can be included getting up, going about, doing your daily um, chores, um, going to the park, going to work, doing your shopping, you would be surprised when you start to um, actually count the number of steps that you take. You'd be surprised how easy it is to get to that mark. And as you said, it's fun. You can join a community group, you can have a bunch of friends together and you can all say, you know what, we are going to get ourselves a little bit fitter, we're going to enjoy ourselves. And importantly, whilst we do those two things, we are also going to be raising money and funds for an incredibly important cause across Australia and we're going to help really vulnerable people. I mean, what, what better challenge could you have?
0: So you're calling on those listening to our conversation now uh, to be ambitious about a goal, and there's something that you're doing—a physical activity, going for a walk, 122,000 steps, a step per homeless person. And just as you're thinking, well, 17,000 steps a day—that's that's actually a big ask for a lot of people, but. There's a big ask because the homelessness problem is getting bigger and bigger. You've got a tremendous role to play in the times to come, Sharon. How are you positioning yourself at Mission Australia as things get bleaker and more difficult for the homeless? How are you positioning yourself now to be a support?
1: So there are a number of things that we do. One is the campaigns that we are doing now, which is providing awareness and helping us raise money. Uh, We are working with government and other not-for-profit providers. We have a very big advocacy role. And then it's also in terms of service provision, helping people already who are in the situations where they can, uh, where we can actually provide direct and meaningful support to them. And that really does depend on the reasons why a person is homeless. I couldn't say it was one particular thing um, for someone that's potentially that's um, Just at risk of homelessness, it might be food vouchers, it might be furniture, it might be ability to negotiate with tenants and landlords because of unrealistic rent increases. Or for other people, it could be counselling, support for people uh, who are experiencing family and domestic violence, um, counselling for other things, mental health services. So it's a range. And our role is to play a part in each of those different areas. And coming back to the Safe Steps, The Steps for a Safe Home, when people think about the fact that, gosh, this might be quite a big challenge, every single step you're taking is for a single person who finds themselves homeless.
0: Well, if it's a big challenge for us by way of our own fitness and walking 122,000 steps across that week, uh, that illustrates just how big a problem it is. Every step you take mm-hmm. is another homeless person. So Steps for Safe Homes, uh, the 122,000-step challenge. Sharon Callister is Mission Australia CEO. A National Homelessness Week, the second week of August, and the challenge there for listeners today to participate in something that might draw attention to one of our national needs, and that there is a great Christian organization, Mission Australia, that's doing their mm. best to represent even those listening to our conversation today. Sharon, uh, let me point listeners to missionaustralia.com.au. That's Mission that's Australia dot and you can find out the details there about steps for safe homes and there may be an opportunity there for a donation to uh, the program that is coming and to the good work of mission australia sharon thanks so much that for one. your update today on 2020
1: thank you so much for giving me the opportunity we really really do appreciate it